Hey, this is Pink Pantyhose, where comedy meets feminism. I'm your host, Naya, and thank you all for listening to my podcast. You can do anything with your ears. You can clean your ears, you can pierce your ears, but the fact that you're giving me your ears to listen to my podcast, I appreciate you oh so, so, so much. So, today, we are talking about part three of my amazing trip to Miami. Part one, we talked about me dodging dick, guys left and right trying to holler at me. Part two, how I got six tattoos in a course of four days, and none of them were planned. Now, part three, we're talking about how I got my butthole licked for the first time and how I've now got a new obsession with Latino men. So, just a preface, for New Year's Eve, 2018, I decided to go to Miami, see Tiffany Haddish, want to celebrate myself being a strong, independent, single woman, and how I didn't need a man to take me anywhere. If I want to go see the world, I'm going to go see the world. So for Friday, it was Friday of when I got to Miami, and I got my nails done, and I was asking the nail technicians, they were Cuban, I was like, where can I go salsa dancing? So I love Latin dancing, and that was part of the reason I wanted to go to Miami, to salsa dance and they were like oh el patio the patio is really good and someone said oh el patio is really good on sundays so i was like bet and i put that in the back of my mind i found some other places to go friday and saturday night so sunday night rolls around and i get a tattoo actually three my mom's name my dad's name on my wrist and then my homegirl's initial by my ear i leave out the tattoo shop with plastic around my wrist and i was like yo i'm gonna go clubbing y'all don't go clubbing we just got tattoos done if you party like me, don't do it. And I'm waiting for the bus. The bus doesn't come. And then I call an Uber. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go dance tonight. I wasn't expecting anything crazy, nothing wild, just a little bit of dancing here and there. So I roll up to El Patio, and there's a line. I was like, okay. I didn't know what to expect. And then as I'm waiting in line, the music is bumping. The DJ is getting it. The DJ at El Patio was the best DJ I've ever heard ever of my whole entirety of clubbing. I'm in line like, hey, 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 and I'm just dancing, having a good time. I find out that it's $40 to get in, maybe because I got there later, and I only had 30 in cash. So I asked this random guy, I was like, yo, can I get $10, and I'll demo you the money. He was like, cool. I later found out that the guy, he got drunk super quick because there was drink tickets with the $40. So with the, you pay $40 cash, you get $40 worth of drink tickets. Find out. You still got to pay tip. You still got to pay tax. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to drink tonight. I usually don't drink. I don't like alcohol like that. But I was like, hey, it's Miami. Have a little fun. So as soon as I get into the club, it's crowded. It's elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. You can barely dance. It's that packed, y'all. But the music was bumping. If I can't reiterate that anymore, it was bumping, y'all. And I fell in love with reggaeton music after Miami. Uh, And when I go Latin dancing, I am accustomed to asking guys to dance. Maybe because I'm not the cutest or they think because I'm black, I don't know how to dance. I'm a good dancer, y'all. I I can get down on the dance floor. So I asked this heavyset, taller guy. I was like, hey, do you want to dance? And he was like, you know how? Hold up, sir. We're not doing that today. Uh Uh-uh. So he starts dancing with me, and he wasn't dancing the best. I wasn't sure if he thought I was a goofy, I couldn't dance, or he was just playing around. He didn't know how to dance. But he was grabbing my wrist, and I kept trying to tell him. It was loud. I was like, yo, I just got tattoos done. Stop grabbing my wrist. Like, you don't dance like that. You don't grab people's wrists. And then at one point, I just walked off from him. 
And he was real confused. Like, baby boy, you not dance with me. I came here on a mission to dance. So I'm walking around the club, and on the stairs, that's where it's cracking, y'all. That's where the party is, where people dance on the steps. And I see this guy who I think is gay, and he asked me to dance, and we're dancing salsa together toward the bottom of the floor. And then we go our separate ways. He offered me a drink. I was like, okay, some random beer. I'll take it. And then at one point, I go get myself a tequila shot and Corona. I really don't like drinking, but when I do, I'll do some tequila shots, some beer, depending on the brand. And then I go back up the stairs, and I'm dancing. And a guy who I think is gay, he holds up a beer. And I'm like, no. And I'll mouth the words Corona. And then magically, a Corona appeared. And then I went down the stairs with my thirsty self. And I'm like, hey. And then he introduces me to this guy with a red beard. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we're dancing, reviving. And he was like, oh, she could dance. And then he said, hey, do you want a drink? Let's go to the bar. And I gave him my drink ticket. He was like, nah, I don't need that. Okay, a big baller. Let me put my little drink ticket away. So we go to the bar. He gets me a Corona. As we're going back to the dance floor away from the bar, this random guy asks to dance with me. So Redbeard lets me dance with him. At this point, I was about to ditch Redbeard like, thanks for the beer. Um, let me go find someone else. And then the guy who inter- who comes and dance with me, I was like, yo, what you think of the guy in the red beard? He was like, he's ugly. Red beard guy, he was decent. He wasn't super fine. He was no papi chulo, but he wasn't like super ugly or anything. He had bags under his eyes, but who doesn't in 2019? People working, staying up late. And we just danced and I walk away. So I go back to Redbeard, and we just start dancing some more. And then Redbeard introduces me to his friends, and I meet a Mexican in Miami. Was not expecting that. For those of you who don't know, Miami's predominantly Cuban. There's Mexicans everywhere in America, but I just wasn't expecting to see one in Florida. Not like there is in Chicago, at least. And then we're talking, and then at one point, we vibe, and I think we're kissing at one point. I can't remember exactly, but it's we having fun, and we're dancing and grinding. He 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 feeling me, you know, and then he's like, "Yo, go home with me. You want to leave?" And I was like, "Uh, sure." I had no plans on getting any that night. That whole trip from Miami, I was not trying to get my toes tickled, y'all. I promise. And then his friend, who I thought was gay, he's seeing that him and I are vibing. He was like, "Yo, can I go home with y'all?" Like trying to have a threesome. Like, no, I'm not trying to get my anus penetrated this is not that type of trip so Redbeard and I we end up leaving and we're walking to the car and there's murals everywhere in Wynwood it's kind of like Pilsen is in Chicago but just more beautiful just murals everywhere and then this black guy comes up to us and I'm thinking he's poor he's a crackhead and I thought Redbeard was or is currently a drug dealer and he was talking to the guy he was like yeah blah 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 and the guy thought we was gonna get married like no maybe have dinner no marriage I didn't say this out loud, but I was thinking this. And then we get in the car, and I'm telling like, I love Winwood so much. He was like, yeah, I could take you here. I could show you around, blah, blah, blah. And then we're driving in the car, and we're just having a good time. We're talking, and it's just good vibes. And he's a gentleman. I really appreciate Redbeard because he wasn't trying too hard to be sexy and macho or trying too hard to get into my pants. It was real casual. I felt really comfortable with him. And it was at one point where I was like, yo, what's that song? It was like, he was like, I know what you're talking about. And he played the song, Se Pero, by Bad Bunny. And the song basically says, like, you're, um, I'm the worst for you. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, that's when I fell in love with him, y'all. I was tipsy. And I was like, oh my gosh, he found a song because I was trying to find it and I couldn't do it. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so wonderful. And then he was like, yo, you want to go out to eat? Heck yeah, I want some free food. And I was like, yo, if I go home with you, I was a little demanding at this point. I was like, if I go home with you, you got to buy me some contact solution, a contact case. Got my contacts in my eyes. And contacts are expensive. About 100 for a set of six, six months worth. He was like, cool, I got you. Let's go to Wendy's, and there's a Walgreens nearby. So we go through the drive-thru. He orders me a burger and some fries, and I'm smashing. And then we go into Walgreens. I pick out the contacts solution I wanted and the case. And then he buys it for me. I'm like, oh, I'm so basic, y'all. I'm so basic. And then we leave, and then we go to his Airbnb. Because he said, it was my birthday the other day. I live with my people, so I wanted my own place from, to celebrate my birthday. I'm like, okay, cool. And then he was like, yeah, they're real messy and junky in here. I was like, whatever, it's okay. Because I'm super messy. And then we're in the car, and we're lighting up. We smoke a blunt, we vibing, we talking, we chilling. And after we smoke the blunt, we go upstairs. And then I try to take out my contact lenses, but I'm tipsy. And then I drop my contact lens on the floor, and I'm struggling to find it. Red Beer comes and saves the day as Prince Charming and finds my contact on the floor. He was so amazing. And then we just got to it. Got in the bed, taking off our clothes, kissing on each other. And then at one point, I was on top of him, and I watched porn a lot, y'all. And I'm trying to ride him and trying to mimic the things I see in, in the porn. And at one point, I say something to him. I think I said go deeper or something. And he said, yo, my dick's not that big awkward he wasn't that big i mean he was five 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 six no more than five seven so he wasn't packing like that and then at one point i'm on the bottom he's on top i'm hanging off the edge of the bed like upside down like my top of my head's on the floor with my lower body still on the bed and he's on top and then he flips me again and i'm toward the front of the bed like toward the headboard and then he licks my booty hole and this is the first time i ever got my booty hole licked and i was just like whoa this guy's a freak and i was like yo i gotta get more of this in my life don't stop don't stop and then at one point, he was like, yo, give me head. And I was like, hey, it's whatever. I love giving head. Maybe because I was tipsy, he wasn't the biggest, but I really wasn't feeling it, and I was trying so hard to concentrate. I don't think I'll ever give head under the influence. And then he wants to do 69, and I appreciate the gesture. I could tell he was a pleaser. You know, he wants sex to be a two-way thing, but I don't like 69 like that. Like, I want to concentrate on sucking your dick, giving you head, and being the best champion as possible. So after we get done, getting our freak on, we laying in the bed, and he was like, yo, I got work in the morning. Let me take you home now. I was like, no, because I, I felt so comfortable with him. I was like, no. I was like, why wake up in the middle of the night and interrupt your sleep? Let's do this. Let's go to sleep until 7. 7 to 8, you drop me off at home. And then 8 to 9, you get to work on time. He was like, okay, I guess he got tired of arguing with me. And I think he had attitude. And I was like, yo, so you like Harry Pussy? Because he was licking my shit. And then he was like, nah, I just like all pussy. I'm like, cool. So we sleep. And then 7 a.m., the alarm wakes us up. And then I'm trying to find my clothes, but I couldn't because the place was messy from the other people. And then we're driving, and it was a little awkward, as it always is with hookups. And I'm scratching his hand, like, playfully, like, just touching it. And he didn't say anything. And I don't know if he was grumpy or I got on his nerves or whatever. And then I asked, like, oh, give me your number. Like, let's exchange numbers. Because he had mentioned, 
don't know if he was just saying this to get me out the Airbnb or whatever, but he was like, oh, I ain't got plans for New Year's Eve, so you could be my New Year's Eve date. And I told him, like, yeah, I got to go see a show with Tiffany Haddish, but after the show, we can link up. So he drops me off at this Cuban restaurant to get some breakfast, and then I go to Biscayne Market that day because I had a tour to go see the celebrity mansions on a boat. And I'm walking around Biscayne Market. It's very similar to Navy Pier, y'all, with all the water and the birds and the stores and the food and the music. It was a real good time. And I'm not going to lie. I was looking at my phone, waiting for him to text me, be like, hey, beautiful, whatever, whatever, because he was at work. He said he got off at 3. And I was expecting him to take me to Wynwood to go see the mural, see more of them during the day. I didn't hear anything from him, y'all. And then... It was later in the evening. I was like, yo, I got to go back to my hostel, get ready for Tiffany Haddish, you know, because that was the main purpose of the trip. And I texted him. I was like, yo, let me know what you want tonight um, after the show. If you want some plans, let me know. Because I was trying to get my booty hole licked again, y'all. Try to get it in. You feel what I'm saying? And I took it to heart. I thought he really wanted to kick it. And I appreciate that moment because hooking up and getting your feelings hurt, that's inevitable. Um, but it just really opened my eyes of what type of guys are available out there. Like, I don't need to be crying and boohooing over these basic guys. There are fine South Americans in this world that I can, that can lick my booty hole, y'all. I'm addicted. Like, moving forward, I'm always going to require guys to lick my booty hole. I'm just saying. I'm excited for the future. It really opened my eyes. And I'm just a real big optimistic person. Like, yeah, there's always good with the bad and bad with the good. And I'm just ready for my next trip to Miami so I could be a thought. (laughs) But thank y'all for listening to my podcast. This is Pink Pantyhose, where comedy meets feminism. I'm your host, Naya. And thank you all for listening. Tune into my next episode. Love you. Bye.